Hello and welcome to the InstaFame podcast. My name is Ella May and I'll be your host. I am an Instagram strategist, success coach, and the creator of the InstaFame formula. I am obsessed with helping aspiring entrepreneurs and established brands learn exactly what to do to grow their Instagram account and turn it into a money-making machine. I absolutely love helping you up-level your life, your business, your marketing, and helping you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that you want using Instagram. It is my duty and obsession to give the tools, the resources, strategies, and teachings to help you get the success and lifestyle you're looking for. In this podcast, you're going to hear lots about Instagram and how to use it to its full potential, business building strategies, and how to create a life you absolutely love. Consider this podcast your daily dose of success strategies to maximize your impact, your influence, and your development. I'm going to make sure you not only know how to get the most out of Instagram, but also that you're making an income from it. Because let's face it, if you're putting time, money, and effort into something, you should be getting a rate of return on it. If you're ready to get your ass kicked to the next level when it comes to killing it in your business and on Instagram, you've come to the right place. Want to make sure you don't miss anything? Be sure to hit the subscribe button. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's begin. So what I want to talk about today is building authenticity on Instagram in 2020. Just in case we haven't met before, because I know we've been getting like lots of new people here, which has been amazing, is uh, my name's Ella May. I help businesses learn how to grow and monetize their Instagram, as well as some of their other social platforms. But my main expertise is in Instagram. So if this is something you want to learn more about, you're focused on right now with your business, whatever, uh, let me know, DM me, we can set something up. Uh, I'm always down to help. And if you're not already, make sure you're a part of the Instagram Tribe Facebook group because it's awesome. I love you guys. So I want to talk, like I said, today we're going to be going over building authenticity on Instagram in 2020. And I, well, first things first, I want to tell you a story, okay? When I was in university, I was one of those people that was like really not cut out for school. Um, I didn't thrive there. It was always hard for me. So that was just always tough, right? It was a challenge. So when I was in university, I experienced the highest level of anxiety I've ever had in my life. And since then, like it was insane. So what, luckily I lived in this time where there's YouTube and you know, we have this cool online world. Uh, and what I started to do was I was always YouTubing videos, like how to deal with anxiety, how to deal with overwhelm, with exam stress, et cetera, okay? And some of these videos I found really changed my life. Like they're processes I still use to this day. They were so, so helpful. And one day, I don't know where the thought came from, but one day I was like, you know what? What if that person, what if that person who posted that video that changed my life, what if they had decided they didn't like the sound of their voice that day? So they didn't post it. Okay. What if they decided they didn't have enough to offer? They got a bit of imposter syndrome and they didn't post it, right? What if they decided they didn't like the way they look so they didn't post it? They, what would have happened is it ne would have never changed my life, right? So the same way them putting themselves out there changed my life, what you have to offer, what we have to offer 
is you have the ability to change somebody's life, right? You don't know it yet. Maybe you don't believe it, but whatever you've been through in life and come out the other side, you've probably been through it for a reason. There's probably some, there, there's some lesson in there that you can help people going through it with, right? And think about it when you were dealing with that stuff. Don't you wish you would have had like a you today, like someone who knew how to get through this stuff in your corner? Like, don't you wish you would have been able to find that? So the reason why I'm telling you this story is because authenticity, you can't fake it. Okay, so this isn't going to be some training where I give you, you know, here's the things you got to put in your caption and, you know, stay away from this hashtag. Like, no, you've got to, it's got to be legit. You've got to really feel like your, your audience has to feel an authentic connection with you. And in order to do that, we need authenticity on your part, which means that your North Star uh, the people, like the reason this account exists is for the people it can help plain and simple. Okay. So no matter, like, no matter what happens, no matter where it goes, no matter what anybody says to you, no matter what comment someone leaves or some family member makes a comment at dinner about whatever, th that's the main purpose of this account. Okay. If someone doesn't like it, they can unfollow you. They can mute you. Because what's happening basically is the account isn't for them, okay? It's not for them anymore. It's for the people you can help. And that really has to be your guiding light. Anyways, it, like if that's not your guiding light, then there's an adjustment that needs to be made, okay? Because people, again, they can smell authenticity. So what I encourage you to do is not just with your business, but with you in general, Figure out exactly who you can help. It might be something really small, like designing awesome Halloween costumes or something just like you think is totally insignificant. But I would encourage you, like, look at what you've gone through in life, check, like, see what's happening and really focus on adding value to those. Like, talk to yourself five years ago. What would you have needed five years ago that you didn't, you wish you would have had access to? Okay. Highly recommend first thing. So main thing there, main takeaway, you need to focus your North star is now the people that you can help. This account isn't for you anymore. Hey, Laurie, it's for the people you can help. That's that. Now, um, where does authenticity come from? Right? Well, we were talking about this a bit before, but there's authenticity with yourself, right? Authenticity with others, authenticity with your services. You're going to have a really hard time talking about your business, your program, um, like that. Why didn't you ask me this before? Lauren, ask you what? That's why I'm doing trainings. Jeez. You're going to have a hard time talking about your services, your, uh, your products, you, whatever, if you don't believe in them. Okay. So there has to be a level of belief, a level of confidence that you can do the things you're saying you can do and that you're charging for. This is where, okay, I get that we all, I mean, I deal with it all the time. I get we all deal with imposter syndrome. We all deal with feeling like we're not smart enough yet, not good enough, not ready enough, all this stuff, okay? We all deal with that. However, there's really no room for that once you get going. You don't have the extra energy or the extra focus. You don't have that luxury, especially when you're starting a business. You, like you, when you get going with a business, you don't have the luxury of taking it easy anymore, not believing in yourself. Or like when I say taking it easy, I don't mean like you don't get to relax. Of course you get to relax, all of that. I mean, I mean letting yourself get away with the behaviors that are holding you back, okay? 
Um, and, and this is like questioning ourselves, thinking we're not good enough, being a perfectionist. Oh, who, I mean, okay. All of us have a degree of perfectionism in us, but when I work with someone and they're like, oh yeah, Ella, I like what you're, um, I like the ideas and all this stuff, et cetera, but I'm a perfectionist. I can't put it out till it's perfect. This is exactly what I'll say to them. And I say it as blunt as this. I'll be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You, so you identify as a perfectionist. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so what you're really telling me is you're scared as shit. And I'll leave it. And sometimes it's dead silence for like a minute and it's awkward. But <laughs> what happens is they acknowledge, hey, yeah, you're right. Like, I, you know, I know I use it as a way to procrastinate, et cetera. And I, this has never happened. But if somebody were to be like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm not scared. I just like things to be perfect. Like, if they were to really fight me on it, and I could tell the lack of self-awareness was so low that they couldn't identify the fact that this is a habit that helps them procrastinate, then that's not somebody I want to work with, right? We're going to have a really, really hard time, especially with visibility, if they can't, they can't see a very simple pattern like that, okay? So that is, um, that's, that's the main thing in terms of authenticity. Authentic, like, you know, a big thing of authenticity is belief. Okay, so this, com this comes with confidence. Confidence comes from competence, okay? We get more confident at we, as we get better at the thing we're trying to do, right? This is why, um, <laughs> If you're gonna be giving a speech or something like that at one point, it's probably a good idea to jump on some webinars. It's probably a good idea to do some talks for free before you're being paid for one, right? Because that's gonna give you the feeling of confidence. You're gonna get the bugs out, et cetera, see where you're good, see where you're not, whatever. And once you have that established, then you're gonna feel a lot more confident going on stage because you've done it, right? So how this translates to you if you're starting a business or you got an idea for a side hustle or whatever, Oh my God, use this opportunity while you're new. Get in front of people's audiences. Do free trainings, host webinars, uh, go live in your Facebook group on your Instagram. Like use this time while you're new, while nobody's not, you know, not many people are really watching to get real good. Because when people are watching is when you want to have it polished, right? And also what's really cool, um, I, I, I encourage you to do this. I want you to go, you probably have some sort of a favorite podcast or a favorite YouTube channel or whatever. Oh, hey, Mitchell. Good morning. Sorry, I'm just seeing this comment. Um, so you probably have a favorite podcast, favorite YouTube channel, whatever. And it's someone who's fairly established. Maybe they've got, you know, a couple million followers on YouTube, a couple million podcast downloads, whatever. What I want you to do, okay, I want you to go to that podcast or that YouTube channel. I want you to sort by date. And I want you to go to the first couple of videos that person did. Okay. Now I promise you what you saw their, you know, their most recent video they put up last week. You were probably like, man, I can't do that. That's so professional. Like this one looks like I can't, I can't do that. Now go to the very first video they did seven, eight years ago, probably or the very first podcast. You're going to be like, oh, holy shit, I can do that. <laughs> like, it's not, people don't mind seeing a progression, right? We don't mind seeing an evolution. It's almost weird when someone's too perfect right off the bat. It loses a sense of their humanity, okay? Like, I, I find that difficult to relate to. 
actually it was through doing that, that exact thing that I got the idea to use my live trainings on Facebook as podcasts. Uh, I was listening to the Manifestation Babe podcast, really great. Catherine's and Keen is incredible. And I did just that. I, I don't know. I didn't like, it wasn't a strategy. I was just like, oh, I wonder what the very first episodes were, right? So I sorted by date, went back to the very beginning in her podcast. And her podcasts obviously now are very polished, very professional, in- incredible intro, outro, blah, blah. However, when I went to the first one, they were all like, hey, this podcast was recorded from a Facebook Live. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you hear me talking to people in the group, that's why come join the group. And I was like, oh, that's so smart, especially in the beginning, because like, let's just repurpose that, right? Why not? Why not? Might as well make it super easy on ourselves. Okay. So what with authenticity, that means that you know who you can help and you are, you, you're okay with showing up for them and showing up and and putting yourself out there in a way that's not going to be perfect. At first, it's not going to be perfect, but it'll be done. I had one really good business coach who always told me 70% is perfection, 100% is failure. Okay. So I really like that saying because what I think about, honestly, is if I'm 70% happy with this piece of content, this opt-in, this training, this lesson plan, whatever, if I'm 70% there, then I'm good then I'm good. I don't need to worry about being a hundred. I don't need to worry about researching everything and seeing exactly how it should look and what other people are doing. Like we'll get there as our teams grow, as everything grows. So, and then, so authenticity in your services, also authenticity in your life, right? Uh, you know, karma is a bitch. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, but authenticity in your life, for example, if we don't pay for things like, you know, we don't pay on the thing on the, in the timeline we should be for different services or whatever, don't be surprised when people don't pay you, okay? Showing up and you can't control other people, but you can control who you, how you show up. This is especially relevant in dating, okay? How many of us have been pissed off by someone we're dating or married to, whatever, because like, I don't know, they didn't text them they said they were supposed to, or they dropped the ball on Valentine's Day or on your birthday or on your anniversary, like whatever, right? You can't control what they do. You can control how you show up. And I know a lot of people like that are probably the wittiest people I know. They don't love that quality about themselves because they know that they can do a super sly, like kind of sarcastic. They can have like a comeback ready in you know, 0.2 seconds and spew it out. And it's funny, but it's usually funny kind of like at the expense of somebody else. And they always feel so bad after. So I would say just like, you know, you can only control how you show up. If you have an agreement you have to break, if something's going on, communicate that the same way you would want it communicated to you and be, be straight up, be good about that. Right? So now that we've talked about authenticity, what I want to get into now is, so now we have a baseline for what is authenticity, right? What I want to get into now is clear communication. So this is probably the biggest thing where people, well, clear communication and consistency are where everybody drops the ball. Okay, I've dropped the ball, everyone does. So when it comes to clear communication, your brain actually burns about 20% of your body's calories, okay? Your brain and your nervous system, it's, it's like a two million, maybe older, two million year old organ. It's not there to keep you happy. It could care less if you're happy. 
It's there to keep you alive, all right? Its job is to keep this, all systems running, okay? So you're, when your brain burns 20% of your calories, and let's say I come to your Instagram page or I land on your website, and there's, you know, there's a blurb about what you do, but maybe it's kind of muddled. It's hard for me to understand, or like I have to sort of dig through to find your information, or basically I have to work to understand your message. My brain's going to be like, dude, we're burning calories. Our whole job is to stay alive. We got to jump shit, man. Like, let's go over there and have a snack. Let's go do anything else because I'm burning calories, right? So this is where clear communication, being able to simplify your message. So make it so simple, okay? Is vital, is vital because otherwise you'll lose people just based on biology. Uh, if you want to learn more about this, a really, really great book called Story Brand by Donald Miller. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes in the podcast. So I'll throw it in the group and in Instagram after. But he talks a lot about the different, about the psychology of stories, uh, why it's important to have them, why simple, like why clear, simple communication is, so why clear communication is so, so vital because it's, it's where we'll lose people. Okay. So now when the brain burns 20% of our calories, what's your job as somebody who can help people with whatever it is you're doing? Okay. Your job is to make sure that it is so, so clear a six-year-old could understand what's going on and what you're doing. Okay. That's your job. So you want to ensure that's established. So when it comes to what you do, I like, this is something you'll brainstorm over the next five years. Um, but you'll, you'll constantly be refining this. It's not like you're going to have your simple, like super, you know, clear message right away. Again, that book story brand is great. Uh, they have a whole thing that helps you break it down. I highly recommend it. But like, if you ask me, Hey, Ella, what do you do? I help business owners learn how to grow and monetize their Instagram followers. Oh, you grow Instagram. Your clients make money off of it. Yeah. That's it, right? Like, that's it. So, of course, I do more than that. We go so deep into your messaging and your supporting platforms and making sure you're all set up in all the areas. Of course, there's more than that. But the main thing, I help business owners learn how to grow and monetize their Instagram followings. Like, that's that, right? So having it be so, so simple. And then also for when you're sharing content, when you're doing lives, when you're doing posts, when you're doing videos, whatever it might be, have it be super clear, simple. And there's a good way to do this. I actually was just talking about this. Uh, I had a call. I have a call with one of my mentors every Friday morning before I do the live training. And I wish I could take credit for this. I can't. It is not my work. But I, I highly recommend you go check out Joe DeMaria. Uh, that's Joe, D-E-M-A-R-I-A. -A. Yeah, Joe DeMaria. Highly recommend you go check him out. He teaches this. And if this is something you want to learn more about, you can definitely, uh, I would encourage you to reach out to him. So with your communication, most people probably, I think it's like over 70% of the population identifies as visual learners. Okay. Meaning we learn from seeing things. Uh, I shouldn't say we, I'm not a visual learner. The other 20, like 20 to 30% identify as kinesthetic or auditory. For example, I am an extremely auditory learner. I do not learn by taking notes or seeing things. I learn by hearing and focusing. That's how I'll retain information, okay? 
So and kinesthetic are the people that they need the worksheet. They need to actually do it to be able to absorb it, to get it into like for them to understand it. Um, Mitchell says, excellent book. Yes, yeah, story runs incredible. Highly recommend it. Um, so when you most, most, uh, most people who are posting doing marketing emails, whatever, they are primarily appealing to the visuals. So they are appealing to the people that learn visually by doing that. They are leaving out a good chunk of the population. So what you want to do is have a system where you can reach people who absorb information visually, kinesthetically, and, and through auditory. Okay. Um, I don't know if that word is auditorially or something from auto. Let me know if you know that. Um, but let's just say through auditory, they hear it, they retain it. Me. So in, when you're structuring your content, your posts, your lives, whatever, what you're, th what you want to think about is the acronym SET. Okay. S E T acronym. S stands for story. What's the story here? E stands for exercise. What's the exercise, right? What do they need to do to help like ingrain this into what they're learning? T stands for takeaway. What's the takeaway? What's the one to two sentences they'll be able to say at the end of this training that they understood what you said, they, whatever it could be, okay? Um, the, the takeaway. So by doing this, here's what's really magical about this is story. What are you doing with the story? You're painting a picture, right? Painting a picture, visual learners. You're hitting the visuals. Exercise. What are you doing in an exercise? You are having them do something. Fill out a sheet. Do a thinking exercise. Whatever. This is the kinesthetic learners. You're giving them something to do. It's going to help them absorb it. Takeaway. What's a takeaway? It's the one sentence I'm going to remember that was the summation of your talk, of your live, of your post, whatever. Takeaway, auditory. So you're hitting the auditory people now, okay? And this is such an easy way to talk. And the cool thing about it is you don't need to have it, um, oh, hey, Kara. Uh, you don't need to have it where it's all in order. Uh, uh, sorry, you don't need to have it where the story is the, has anything to do with your actual industry even. And I'll give you an example. One of the stories that resonates the most with my audience, like I've gotten in so many discovery calls because of it, is the story, the story that I tell around I, like identifying the different platforms, okay? So a lot of the time when I start working with people, they're thinking of social media as just social, right? They're posting very similar content to all the platforms, and they're wondering why they're not getting results. Now, Social media, for sure, it, it, I guess it's one sort of hub, but that's sort of like saying all parties are the same. Well, all parties are the same in the sense that they're gathering of people, but they're not the same, right? Let's think about a house party versus a dinner party versus a networking event, okay? So what are you gonna do at a dinner party? A dinner party, it's a fairly intimate environment, probably under 20 people. You are going to stay in one spot for the majority of the night. You probably know like 90% of the people there or the person you came with does. It's very appropriate to have like a two hour in-depth conversation with someone at a dinner party, right? A dinner party is Facebook. Facebook's what's called a closed platform, meaning I need a friend request you if I want to connect with you. Uh, you need to approve me, like you're vetting me if you add me, right? So that's Facebook, okay? So cool. So that now the client I'm talking to, they have this idea because they know what a dinner party is visually, right? So they're like, okay, cool, dinner party Facebook. They've got that link now, right? 
Then I say, okay, so let's talk about a house party. So what do you do at a house party? Uh, you bounce around, you're gonna talk to a bunch of people, you're gonna have drinks. You probably don't know 50, 60% of the people there. Very like light, chill conversations. You're gonna talk about different areas of your life, like your work, your family, how are, th like, how are things going, questions, right? House party is Instagram. Instagram open platform, meaning I can find you from a hashtag. I don't need to friend request you if I want to connect with you. So house party, Instagram all day long. So with Instagram, this is where, and I guess I'll get to this, I'll, I'll get to this part after. Let's just talk about a networking event. With a networking event, what do you do? You're going to dress a little bit different. You are going to, you'll be a bit more formal. You're going to have your pitch. You're going to have your business cards ready. Uh, you're going to be good to go with that, right? Dinner party, link, or sorry, dinner party, holy tired. Um, networking event is LinkedIn, okay? LinkedIn, totally appropriate. Talk only about your business on LinkedIn because that's why I'm there. I'm there to learn about your business. But if you're trying to sell on Instagram, what's happening is it's kind of the equivalent of you walking around a house party being like, oh, hey, have you heard about this new service I'm offering? Here's my card. My name's Ella. Oh, hey, like you're walking around to everyone. What would happen? People would be like, dude, chill. You're, dude, you're at a party. Like, chill. Have a drink, right? So using that, so first I use that story, that story as an example of leveraging the different platforms. Meaning on Facebook, we can have more in-depth conversation. The trust factor is there. These guys are at your dinner party, right? On Instagram, this is a house party. We want to connect. We don't want to sell on Instagram. That doesn't usually work, right? And then LinkedIn, we're there just to learn all about your business. Talk about your offers. Talk about what you have going on. Talk about your new staff members. Do biopics. Like, you know, all that stuff, right? So I use that story to illustrate the different platforms and everybody gets it. That would be way different. Like if I tried to explain that in a way where I was like, okay, well, thanks so much for booking a call with me or thanks so much for being on this live training. Um, let me talk to you about open platforms and cold and closed platforms, right? Like just taking an analytical approach to it, even though it's gonna have the same information, it's not gonna convey the same message and won't be received in the same way. Have a story at the beginning of your content that helps people see it visually. Oh, right, it's like a pirate ship. It's like, like whatever, right? Um, but have a story there, have something clear to help people really see it and get the concept, okay? The next is exercise. So, you know, you might have uh, remembered before when I was talking to you guys about having authenticity um, and the baseline for that, I was like, hey, who were you? What did you need five years ago, right? What help did you need? Who did you wish was around? Or what content do you wish they were putting out on YouTube? So that was an exercise, okay? The people who learned kinesthetically, who were tuned into this, who decided they wanted to learn it, they wanted to implement it, they're probably going to do that exercise because that's how they learn, all right? By the way, if you guys have any questions, feel free to put them in the comments. This was live for a reason. So if you have comment questions for how to do this for your industry or whatever, feel free to put them in there. That wasn't, so that, that, who did you need five years ago was an exercise I created for you and it's up to you whether you do it or not, right? So when you're, after you tell your story, you then give an exercise. So what I want you to do is think about this, right? This exercise will vary in difficulty depending on where you are giving it. For example, in my paid group training in Stream Academy, 
these guys get much more complicated, time-consuming exercises than you will hear from me on these lives, right? Why? Because in Instagram Academy, they paid a ton of money to be in there. It's my job to deliver, and I've got to make sure they know what work they need to do to get the results they want, right? Um, on these, I know you want to like chill and be entertained and like hang out with me, right? So it's chiller. I'm not going to give you crazy amounts of homework or something. So exercise, super important in there. Then the last thing, T, is takeaway. What, what did you like takeaway? You now know how to build authenticity on Instagram in 2020, right? Takeaway is like, what's the thing they're going to know? What's the thing they're going to remember? What's the, it's words, right? At the end of this, how could you sum up your training, your post or whatever in one sentence? Okay. That's the takeaway. So when you're creating content, when you are mapping out a course you're going to build, when you are anything, always start with the takeaway. This will make it easy. It'll keep you in your box. Okay. Takeaway. What's the thing I want people to be able to say at the end of reading this post, watching this video, this speech, this training, et cetera. What, what's the takeaway here? Okay. Then you go to your story. All right. What's the story I can use to be able to paint this for them very visually? How are they going to remember this visually? You know, what's the story? Think about that. Next thing, third thing you do is the exercise. Okay, so now I've got my story, I've got my takeaway. I'm gonna start with the story, kind of three main points, and then insert an exercise. So what would be relevant for them to do? This is for the kinesthetic people, right? What's gonna be relevant for them to do that's gonna help them absorb this material? Exercise. This makes it so easy to create content that's going to relate and it forces you to simplify it. Why does it force you to simplify it? Because you've got to tell a story that the general public's going to relate to. And that's happens, you know, even though I'm explaining kind of the difference, like, you know, the different, uh, what do I want to say? Not platforms, but like the different ways social platforms can be set up, open, closed, mix, et cetera. I'm just talking about a story about parties, right? And that makes it so, so simple for people to grasp. If you, again, if I would be very conscious, you don't spend an hour journaling on it, but I would be very, very conscious if I was, if I was doing things over, starting from scratch, I would have paid a lot more attention to simplification in the beginning. This is something I struggled with. A lot of the time we want to seem smart, you know, um, also like a lot of time overcomplication is just a sign that you're not as confident and whatever, which nobody, everyone deals with in the beginning. I dealt with that big time. So simplification, master it, love it, become its friend, get to know it. This is going to be a huge, this will be a massive revenue generator for you is your ability to go simple. Okay. Take it, take complicated concepts. If they're complicated, take whatever level of concepts and uh simplify it okay hold on there's a question do you think it's do you think the kind of video content matters igtv instagram or stories uh that's it okay good question so the question here in instagram um from build and create so they're asking if i think the kind of video content matters so whether it's posted on um, igtv live stream stories uh or do you think it's better to use video format? Your best at. Okay, or if it's better to use video format. Okay, so what I would say in terms of, that's a really good question. 
Uh, IGT, okay, again, this is going to change with Instagram because they're changing. But IGTV right now is getting by far the most reach. Uh, way more, like, I don't, if you go to my Instagram profile right now, I've been doing a ton of videos and I've been playing around, um, cause it's my job to guess and test, right? See what, see what's working at least on my account. So I've been playing around with putting them on IGTV stories, po just posting a straight video. IGTV by far has the best reach. So I would, okay, cause you can't say lives to stories anymore, right? It sucks. Um, I think it's Instagram's way to drive traffic to IGTV. So what I would say to that, I would go live like I'm doing right now. Okay, go live, download the video when you're done and then share to IGTV. Cause when you share to IGTV, you put in a caption, post a preview, et cetera. It's going to get more views with the downloaded video. I would then put that, you know, you can do it through a little editor, like InShot, like a phone editor. That's super simple. The free version works good. And with that, I, you could do like little captions on if you want. You can just post it straight. Again, people don't mind seeing an evolution, so don't stress yourself out. But I would put that video on your Facebook page, your personal Facebook, your LinkedIn, your Facebook group if you have one. Put an easy graphic up and then send them on Pinterest. Send people. Pinterest, by the way, getting really good traction. Uh, one of the women in my mastermind group uh, is becoming like she's going to be doing Pinterest services soon. And damn, there's a bit of a wave going on there right now. It's good reach. So take those and put them, like distribute them to the platforms. Take the video, put it on TikTok, you know? Um, maybe just clip it for TikTok because you do want to have it under a minute. TikTok, people aren't going to go from TikTok to another place usually. So I would say, yeah, I would do it that way. Um, it, the platform you're best at, like honestly, like if you're good at video, you're good on any platform. Oh, put it on your YouTube channel too. I put it on your YouTube channel. YouTube and podcasts, the reason why they're really good is they're SEO friendly. Okay. So with your Instagram, like for example, um, if with create and cultivate, right. Did I say that right? Sorry. With build and create. Um, I'm, <laughs> I might have this wrong, but I'm pretty sure when I looked at their profile, I was talking to them, they do a lot of content creation. Okay. So if I Google content creation for small businesses, I'm not going to necessarily see their build and create Instagram profile, right? Even though they might have those words in their bio, it's not going to show up on Google. Okay. So what they're doing is they're smart. They're making themselves searchable on social. Meaning if I search Facebook search bar, Instagram search bar with those words, I'll probably find build and create. But when I jump on and Google different story. So the reason why YouTube and podcasts can be really, and blogs, right. Can be very valuable is because they're SEO friendly. This allows you, this allows your dream client who's not looking for you, they're looking for their solution. People are never looking for us, they're looking for the answer to their problems, okay? This allows your dream client to be able to find you, uh, even if they're not looking on social at the moment. So they can find you on Google, right? And that's where, I don't know if you guys have ever, have ever heard this, but there was some stuff going around lately saying like, or not lately, but just in the past year or so I've seen articles, et cetera, being like, is blogging dead? Is blogging dead? No, blogging is not dead. Like blogging is like the email foundation of how this whole content marketing stuff got started. Okay. So with blogging, that's really valuable. What I would say to make it easier for you, if you're like, okay, I'm going to start a blog. I don't have one. Just start a YouTube channel. Um, again, people don't mind seeing evolution. The videos don't have to be perfect. Start a YouTube channel 
and then take the YouTube video. There's always going to be an embed code you can copy from a YouTube video uh, that you posted. So you take the embed code and you basically put it onto any website platform blog, you know, blog page. It'll show you like, Hey, put embed code here and it puts the video right on your blog page. And then you on the blog page on your site, you just do a little write up of what we talked about bullet points, like five minutes makes it so much easier. So much easier. All right, you guys, I know I have gone on for a while. I think we even started a little bit early. I hope this helped. Um, this was a lot. There's a lot in here in terms of the steps to build authenticity on Instagram. But number one takeaway, your North Star has to be the people that you can help, okay? Number two takeaway, you need to simplify and clarify your message using sets. Or whatever, if you find, oh, hey man, if you discover a different communication style and it's converting and working for you, oh my God, tell me, DM me. I'm not, I'm not, um, not saying there's like the only way. I'm just saying this is a really good way. And if you don't have one yet, borrow this one. And if you create your own, amazing. All right, guys, I will leave it there. Have a great day and I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up some extra knowledge on Instagram by searching at ella.j.may. If you absolutely love what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your thoughts with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the good stuff coming. Or visit my website at ellajmay.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and kill it on Instagram.